Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Disc Golf Answer Man. I am Bobby, cool daddy slick breeze, and I have missed you guys so much. Thank you for all your support over the years and for last year. And just a real quick, just a kind of real quick summary. So I took a little bit, bit of a break with Eric Oakley and Robert McCall. We took a break. Uh, Robert McCall had to step away from the episode, from the podcast, because he had his job that was doing some the, some heavy stuff for him as far as like uh, a lot of work hours and just a little bit more than what he had first anticipated his job was going to be. And then Eric Oakley had all kinds of things going on with his sponsorships and things going on with with his RV and different things. And so we kind of took a break. Now, I apologize. It was like a sudden break. Like all of a sudden we just stopped making episodes and I apologize for that. But it was just kind of one of those things where we were like, guys, we need to take a break. So we took a break, but we are back now. Robert McCall is not back. He's still not able to be on the show, but I will have Eric Oakley and now Mr. James Proctor, who is now on Class Discs. They will be on the show from time to time to to catch up on things happening out on the tour scene. So amazing stuff there. And we're probably going to have more interviews than questions. We're going to have more interviews on the show. I'm going to start doing back with the interviewing people in the disc golf industry, which is one of my favorite things that I did for the show. So super excited for what we have for the show. And I appreciate everybody's patience as we work things out. Now, this first episode, I had class ambassadors on, U.S. class ambassadors. This is five of them. We have uh, about eight of them right now. We wanted to keep it nice and small for the first year of 2023, having some U.S. team members as far as ambassadors. So, But five of the guys are going to be on the show. They're going to talk a little bit about the discs they are loving, about what they do for disc golf, and then we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, prep work as far as the off season. So hopefully you get some good information from there. Next time on the show, I'm going to have the touring team. So I'll have James Proctor. Well, hopefully they can all make it. But James Proctor, Evan Smith, Eric Oakley, Erica Stinchcomb. Uh, I can't remember if Jacob Curtis said he's going to be able to make it. Um, but hopefully we have as many of the touring team from the U.S. on there as well. So you can get some knowledge from them. Now, this isn't going to be strictly class disc. Just like Class Disc is open bag for their players, it's open bag for the show. They're just one of my clients that are, a, I'm playing a bigger role with them as far as growing them in the United States. So I thought a perfect way to get the awareness out and get their name out there is through the podcast. So yes, they are a big part of the show, big supporter of the show, uh, but it's not going to be just Class Disc. So, but you'll see a lot of Class Disc talked about for sure, but it won't be all Class Disc. Anyway, so thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me and to learn about what was going on. Now, let's get on with the episode. So we can record everything on audio, and then I will go in and I'll do the intro later. Because I might even get some new music since this is kind of a new era. Even another new mm. era. Tasty. All I right, got let's your start music with, guy, Bobby. Do I? I'm the music guy? Yes, I love music. It's, I said I got your music Oh, guy. you got my music? I music guy. Uh, okay. I got you. Okay. Okay. We'll see what I'll you got. Grab one of the guitars behind me. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start this out with you guys introducing yourself. We'll start with you, Mitch. Tell us real quickly a little bit about yourself and what you do for disc golf. Yeah, my name is Mitch Phillips. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been playing disc golf for gosh, 11, 12 years now. Um, and really been just taking over my life slowly, uh, in a good way, but also not maybe the best way. Um, but do a lot of things for disc golf, been playing for a long time. Um, always been an athlete. And so just played soccer for years and thought disc golf would be easy because I've never used my hands before. Um, and been doing that for a minute. And yes, I work with a bunch of different things. I don't know how to answer this question. Actually, I hate going first. So or, I don't know. 
<laughs> That's a very vague question. No, I think you I think you answered it well. You did a good job. You're doing yeah. fine. You're doing fine. Let's jump over to uh, Cody Walker. Tell us uh, where you're from and tell us a little about what you got going on with uh, disc golf. Yep, obviously name's Cody Walker. Uh, everyone just calls me Snacks. That's my nickname. That's why I was super hyped to be throwing all the Clash discs because it's just like <laughs> yeah. my snack pack. So I love nice. that. Love that. Um, Mitch helped me come up with the snack pack. So shout out Mitch for that one. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing for like a little over two years though. Um, the first six months I didn't really hook cause I didn't even know there was flight numbers. Just kind of went out there and just throwing discs with some friends, got into the flight numbers and stuff and was just absolutely hooked. Um, pretty much only been competing for like the past year. Um, looking to compete a lot more this year. And I just try to stay really active on social media, get people just interested in throwing. And trying to just show like the vibes of all the rounds with the homies and stuff. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll move over. Now, this is because of the way I see it. I'm sure you all's is different as far as the, the square is going on, but this is how, how it's seen for me. So we're going to move over to Carl Atwell. Of course, I know Carl Atwell pretty well. We've known each other for years, but tell us about yourself, Carl, and what you got going on. Uh, yeah. So you guys can hear me, right? Yep. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Um, so I started playing disc golf back in 2016, um, was about two weeks in and a buddy of mine took me to what was now the LVC, but back then it was still gentlemen's club challenge, the GCC, um, and got hooked immediately watching pros vomit 500 feet. And I was barely throwing hundred feet at the time, uh, really kind of hooked me into disc golf, uh, jumped in very quickly, became the president of the Las Vegas disc golf club ran that for a little over a year. Uh, and then fast forward 2019, I moved to Emporia, kind of chasing the dream to work for a little disc golf company out here. Uh, met Bobby while I was working there, um, became friends with him. Uh, we, you know, obviously you guys all know that we've all gone our separate ways from that point. Um, but kind of reconnected with Bobby over sharing some clash disc love on social media and, told me that he was doing the social media thing for those guys. And then fast forward to now got offered the ambassador gig and I'm loving it. Um, I really, after my time uh, with the DD out here, I kind of took some time off of disc golf and diving back into clash really kind of rekindled my love for the sport. Uh, I've been having so much fun learning the plastic and really uh, getting back into kind of getting things together and running things for our community again too. Uh, so I just kind of forgot how good that all felt. Awesome. That's fantastic. All right, we'll go over to Mr. Cody Wingett. How's it going, guys? Uh, Cody Wingett, obviously. Um, from the Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania area. I've been playing disc golf for like 13 years now, I think. And, uh, you know, I've done a lot uh, locally with our club here, uh, serving on the board in different positions, uh, helping us become nonprofit, things like that. Um, you know, I've been like course promoter doing coursework, helping getting new courses installed and course maintenance and all that stuff. And then, you know, one of my passions is, uh, you know, growing grassroots, small companies, things like that. So there's a local disc golf company here, Camber Discs, that they do a lot for the community and I've partnered up with them and, uh, running a bunch of events, uh, every year and, uh, trying to grow the game. And, and, you know, I thought that Clash Discs would be, you know, a great partner as well because they kind of have that small family vibe and that I, that I love and and you know I, I wanted to be a part of that and you know help uh grow crap clash in my region and you know loving loving disco that's awesome and then Dude, i need to go again this first i was like i've played for 12 years what do you want from me <laughs> that's good god <laughs> now you should have brought one of the 
you should have worn the lame hoodie with the C on it. Yeah. And you yeah. Fit in. <laughs> That's true. I didn't I know will... we were given our, our biography. All right. We'll come back to you, Mitch. We'll, let's let's Goodness. finish up with Anthony and then we'll come back to you for a redo. We'll give you, a, we'll give you a mulligan, Mitch. We'll get you the one Yo. mulligan you got. All right. All right. Anthony, tell he us just, about yourself. He just got his nickname. Yeah. Mulligan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what you got, Anthony? Hey, Anthony Taylor, uh, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, starting at the beginning of it. Right. I was probably like, First grade when I really just kidding. I'll give him my bio. Um, no, but, <laughs> Anthony Taylor. I'm from uh, Baltimore now. I live about an hour north of Baltimore. I'm like smack dab between Baltimore and Philly. Started playing disc golf in the beginning of 2019 after getting off of uh, some long hiking trips. I uh, a buddy of mine who I used to hike with was playing disc golf pretty actively for a while. He started to install a course uh, here at our local park, and it was really before I understood the sport at all i was just throwing discs because they were kind of forcing me to hang out um and then yeah i started helping him out with the with the building the course once it was in the ground i just saw how crazy people were and how i never saw anybody playing disc golf and then we had a course there and it was packed every single time i was there that really just blew my mind so i started kind of getting out there to try to understand what it was man the bug bit me and i i've been hooked ever since so i play almost every day if i if i can get out every day i I am i have a three-year-old son now so it definitely slowed down but um yeah as far as uh you know i'm still helping out with the local community we got a pretty cool club here Seas county disc golf club and um flip side of that coin i'm doing uh kind of driving a brand myself called happy with car and it's really based around kind of remembering have fun playing disc golf because that's why i got started we all get caught up in the tournament golf and stuff which i absolutely love I didn't realize, you know, getting to almost middle age that I was going to like be craving that competitive, you know, aspect again, playing sports growing up. But man, it's been a blast. So um, I found Clash on Instagram, was totally hooked because of the aesthetic from the jump. Got lucky enough to get some of the plastic in my hands and kind of same story with you guys. I just, it's really got me stoked um, putting the plastic in new people's hands and sort of helping grow the brand along with the sport. So. Of it. Thank you, Anthony. I'm jazzy. All yeah. right. All right. All right, Mitch. Here's your mulligan. What you got? <laughs> All right. Oh, goodness. Uh, my name is Mitch Phillips. I'm from the Atlanta area. I've been playing disc golf for gosh, 10 plus years now. Um, I got started with a bunch of friends, and uh my dad was like, Hey, let's go to local sporting goods store, find something to do. And uh just was terrible at it. The disc literally went backwards the first time I threw it. Um, but it was the first thing like in my life that I hadn't been like oh this makes sense immediately disc golf was hard um, at the beginning so I got really obsessed with it like we all did and this was during a time where there really wasn't disc golf media it wasn't YouTube there wasn't stuff it was like 2011 ish so it wasn't really happening so just kept throwing and just watching the sport grow over these last 10 years has been crazy but um, I now work with uh, running podcast myself called parked and we just kind of interview players and went to events and saw that kind of take off and slowly got connected more and more um, with some pros, made some good relationships, um, and just have kind of just taken off from there. And disc golf's been such a big part of my life working with local companies, as a bunch of people have said, the grassroots side of it, the community side of disc golf is really what kept me here, um, where you can have a Tuesday night and you can have a doctor and a garbage man on the same card, which literally happened to me, um, and just throwing Frisbees in and enjoying it. So community aspect, something I love, but when it comes to clash, uh, I got connected with clash through working with a local uh, YouTube channel here called Disc God. Um, and so we do reviews, we do 
stupid stuff like eating as many hot dogs as you can before hole nine and just, I mean, just crazy <laughs> content. And so we started doing some cool, fun stuff with clash, um, and loved the, the branding, love what, what they were doing. And yeah, so just thankful to be able to be a part of the team. It's definitely a bucket list dreams. I know it is for a couple of us here, um, to get this sponsorship and be a part of something awesome and be on the ground roots of it. So happy to be a part. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Well, you guys, everybody knows me on the show. So coach, this is this disc golf answer, man, but I want to tell you guys real quick that I'm this, there's, there's five of us here. There's three other people that just couldn't make it this time period. So we want to make sure that we, there's Mia Miller, Benjamin Hamilton and Alex Meyer that are also U S ambassadors. And so I know a lot of you have reached out to me on Facebook asking about being a, an ambassador. We want to start it out. We wanted to start out slow and small for 2023 because what we have to realize is that class this is it's literally been around for about a year a year and they've made a huge impact they have a fantastic infrastructure to grow into something big to be one of the top three company disc golf companies but we got to start slow so that's what we're doing with the ambassador program so if you've ever reached out to me or whatever just know that uh right now we're set as far as our team um but as we grow, there'll be more opportunities down the road for sure. We just got to have you know, a little bit of patience, give it a little bit of time. But for these guys right here and the other ambassadors that aren't here, I want to know that I am super excited. You guys were handpicked. Um, you you may have felt like all of a sudden I got a message from Bobby, but I'd been watching you guys and seeing what you're doing and, or I've known you and just seeing what you're doing out there for disc golf. So I'm super excited and pumped and honored to have you guys as part of the U.S. ambassador team. We're going to do a lot of things in 2023 and beyond for sure. Um, let's jump into some of you, like you said, you've thrown some class discs, you've known about class discs. Some of you have got some new stuff that now you're getting familiar with it. Carl had mentioned he's just loving feeling the plastic. Let's start with you snacks. Give us a couple of, of the class discs that are just like, man, I'm just, I'm loving, I'm, I'm, I'm really loving these two particular discs in, in the lineup. So if, if you've looked at my Instagram at all, you know that like, I will not shut up about the ginger um jacob curtis cupcake he's kind of like a big deal in our area here locally so when he got sponsored by clash they kind of just like exploded on the scene over here immediately loved like the hand feel of the plastic i seriously don't shut up about this thing i talk about it too much um it does so much for me this plastic is like i've heard people say it's like real torque resistant and i feel like that's so true this thing kind of like fits the spot right in between like a firebird and then like a perfect thunderbird. Like if I throw it like a little bit slower, it's definitely like more stable and I can get it to be just like my firebirds. And then faster, this thing is just, it's perfect. It will hold the line straight and then dump at the end. So yeah, I, I love this. And just seeing like Jacob throw this stuff, when you see him throw in person, you're just like, okay, I like, I want to be throwing whatever he's throwing, you know? So that was the ginger. And then my other one is the popcorn just ace with this one. I know uh, nice, yeah. Mitch has got yeah. some aces with some popcorns too. So this thing is just like the best point and shoot disc. I like literally just throw this thing straight. It's so nice. Heiser flips perfect. If you put like a little Annie, it kind of holds that too. Um, like the steady plastic is phenomenal. Just uh, everything about their plastic and especially like the, the names too. Everyone calls me snacks. So as soon as like I could be throwing discs that were named after foods and snacks. I was a hundred percent in, I was sold right away. So I, I feel like also this thing, uh, me and Mitch were talking about it a little bit yesterday. I kind of just started throwing it and it is money, like money, money. I kind of don't like to always compare like disc to other companies discs, but like, man, I've had flippy destroyers in my bag that are like 
my money discs and this is like already that like the couple throws that it's hit are just phenomenal already so man i just i I can't wait to get like a honey in my hands too like there's there's so much stuff with clash i'm excited about excellent all right cody wing it tell us a little bit about now you you've thrown a lot of discs i know from different companies because i how i work with you is through disc golf examiner and brian keegan shout out to brian great guy to work with um, but we used to say when I was at Dynamite Disc, we used to send you discs to uh, do reviews because you used to review a lot of discs. So tell us kind of the discs you're really uh, leaning on as far as class discs. Well, first off, I, who did the dive on that popcorn? Because that's sick. Uh, dude, that's that's my friend Dom. Dom's dies on Instagram. He really does do some nice dies. And these the the steady plastic from clash accepts dye so so well i've seen like a bunch of people in the clash group posting their dyes and man like this this plastic just really does accept dye like really good so so thanks for noticing that that's super yeah (laughs) um the the disc that i'm leaning on a lot is the fairy um i i think uh you know all my years of uh you know i used to throw trilogy back in the day and then i was sponsored previously by prodigy and um you know mids are something that woods players and we have a lot of woods in pittsburgh um that and we lean on mids a lot here and instantly the, the first time i ever threw the berry it was like this disc is going to make my bag immediately because it is just so solid like you can just rip on it and you can trust that it's not going to flip over like it, you can you can throw it on any type of line that you want um major staple in my bag immediately and and i've been absolutely loving it so um been loving that a lot um i know you spoke spoke about the popcorn you know i'm a big popcorn fan thrower so far i got this 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 pretty one right here um, and, and uh you know I, I thought that uh throwing putter was something i might struggle with a little bit switching um from prodigy you know i i, I threw pa3s in the past and uh instantly a popcorn instantly replaced it so i was loving that a lot um and then just real quick the you know, going back to the woods golf thing, um, the soda, uh, it, you know, it's that flippy hyzer flip uh, disc. And it's just a, such a money disc in the woods where you need to throw a tight line, hyzer flip it up and just like, carry that gap. Uh, you know, th- those are the discs that I've been leaning on early. So super stoked about them. Nice. Great. Great stuff. Uh, one thing before we get on to somebody else, I don't know if you guys saw the Power Grip USA Instagram post today about the top five mm-hmm. of quarter four. Two discs of the top five were class discs. Uh, I think number three was the peach, but number one was the wild honey. Number one, yeah. that thing, that thing's wow. Hot. That thing is so money. It's been on their <laughs> top selling uh, list for quite a while. So, guys, if you haven't tried out the wild honey, you need to grab one. I know, I know, a couple people have reached out to yeah. me and say, "Where can I get one?" Because they're sold out. They sell out so fast. So, if you see some online or at a store near you, make sure you grab them up because they'll probably go pretty fast. Stop making me jealous, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my hands on those yet. All right, Carl. Hey man, talk- I'm just trying to help show off the class. <laughs> Carl, talk to me about some of your discs you're loving. All right. Uh, well, this was honestly, uh, you told me to pick a couple out of the bag. I literally, I think the only clash mold I don't have in my bag right now is a butter. Um, I've converted my entire bag pretty much. Uh, the only, uh, so having to pick a few favorites was like picking my favorite dog out of my three. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I'm going to give an honorable mention solely because I forgot to bring it with me. Um, but the, the spice, um, when that spice hits the market for anybody that has been throwing that overstable fairway driver, you're, 
you know, your Firebird, your Felon, whatever brand it is, it is going to completely change the game in that market. Um, I have absolutely loved that disc. Uh, living in Kansas, you need to have a disc that's going to fight the wind. And that disc has been amazing for the couple of weeks that I've had it so far. So honorable mention there. Um, the first one I want to shout out is the mid-range version of that, and that's the Mango. Um, I have fallen in love with the Mango as far as mids go. Um, flex lines, it's been amazing. It always comes back no matter how much I kind of get on it. Um, but it's also not crazy overstable like those just really insanely overstable mid-ranges. It's still got a little bit of glide, but 100% comes back. Um, my favorite, it's been the first Clash disc that I got, and that was the Cookie. Um, so yeah. shout out to Dr. Christie, Dr. Christie disc dies. Uh, she took care of me dying these guys when I got them in. Um, great lady, and she does some amazing dye work. Uh, but the moonshine cookie especially has become my, not moonshine, but glow cookie, excuse me, old habits die hard. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the glow cookie has been so money. Um, so I am basically, if I see these go up on auction, if I see them anywhere, I'm, you're going to have to fight me for them guys, just as a heads up. Um, but it has been uh forehand backhand. The cookie has basically done it all. I tell my friends, Nine times out of 10 on the T-pad, it's the cookie in my hand. I've been able to use that disc so many different ways uh, that I don't even think. Um, if I'm going to a whole blind and it's a 300 foot or more shot, like I'm throwing the cookie. I'm just going to see because I know what I can get that disc to do. I've trusted it since I've held it. And it is, I'm not saying this just on the clash side. I'm saying this as a disc offer. It's the best disc I've held in my hand as yeah. far as feel goes. Like nice. uh, nothing's been able to compete with that. Nice. So I agree those, with are, that. those are my three. So nice. Yeah. Carl, when you posted that on Facebook and you, and you said you had a link or like a, you tagged uh, Christy, I was like, I remember when I, before I left, she had talked about doing some dyes. So I went and looked at mm -hmm. her Facebook page and I went to her website. She legit does some sweet, not yeah. that I didn't think she wouldn't, but she does some legit <laughs> dyes and it's like yeah. a business. So I reached out to her and just kind of like, Hey, how are things going? She's a, she guys, she's a doctor and she's looking mm -hmm. to only do dyes. Her dyes are doing so well. She's going to do the dyes <laughs> and she sells blanks and she, she, anyway, she was like super stoked about it. And I, I just, wow. I thought it was awesome. That's I love awesome. seeing yeah. Things like that happen in disc golf where people take a passion of theirs, a hobby of theirs, and they turn it into something that's that's uh, they can live off of in disc golf. I think that's amazing. So, okay, so we got two more people left, Mitch and Anthony, but you guys take a break real quick because we're going to go over with something real quick. Just take a break from this. Today is player ratings update. Give me a thumbs oh, up or a thumbs down. Did you go up or down? Did you need to go look at it? Who went up in their rating? Who hasn't played a tournament in eight months? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, mine stayed the same. I haven't played an event since it's winter here. Oh, okay, so everybody, everybody's the same. No, no big up or down on it. I I nope. should have went up, but my rating didn't get updated. And I think it's because like I'm playing a series here at home, and I think they just update it at the end of the series. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, sometimes yeah. they've updated it during. So sometimes I've gotten like midway updates, but yeah, so far I didn't get. An, an update today unfortunately uh, so no big changes so who on here who on here is like really watches their rating is like really a ratings geek be honest i go pretty i've been geeking ratings. out on it yeah yeah I, 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 it's the timing when it happens like i've thought about an injury for like two years so i was like i'm pushing i'm making it happen i'm pushing 970 and then it was like <laughs> nope um so it, it's definitely this next year is like let me go back at it so 
I'm playing collegiate disc golf too. So that'll be a lot more tournaments, a lot of stuff happening. And where are you playing? I play for Kennesaw State University here, just north of Atlanta. So we're playing okay. North Florida Open in two weeks. So I got the first uh, first tournament for college. But yeah, a lot more a lot more tournaments to come. I think I played two last year. So super sick. Nice. Yeah. yeah good I, keep luck, an, man. I keep an eye on mine um, specifically because I started competing when I injured like my dominant shoulder. So I got myself to like a nine thirteen rating, only throwing left handed. Yeah, I so that was that, which is crazy. <laughs> yes, I I definitely like keep an eye on my ratings now because I want to know like now that my healthy arms coming back like is my update or is my ratings going to go like up or down so I've been like really waiting to see um it dropped from 913 to like 907 mm. after like two or three big B tier tournaments um so I know it should be jumping back up like once this next rating goes through so I was bummed it didn't go through today yeah so I'm yeah I'm I sure deliver Go ahead. I used to live or die by my by my rating, and then I threw my back out uh, with a disc golf injury, and uh, my ratings tanked, and my back's finally feeling stable. So I'm hoping to to build the rating back up. So injuries are are killer. <laughs> Dude, have you guys has, has has any of you ever played a particular tournament, knowing that it would help your rating? Oh yeah, like playing I, yeah, an easy sure. course. Do what, Mitch? Like like playing an easier course or something you're like, I know I shred this course. Yeah. Any, you know, if you're like, has there ever been a time where you're like, okay, this is going to help my rating. I'm going to sign up purposely because I know it'll do good on my rating. I've done the opposite. I've been like, I'm not because <laughs> I know that course rates terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can 100% say that I actually, uh, I, the year before last. So the first DDO that came back after GBO got canceled, I like, I, didn't sign up because Olpi was going to be one of the courses we had to play. I was just like, nope. Uh, one, I didn't want to lose my entire bag of plastic. And then two, yeah, that would be like that course for me in a tournament would be raiding suicide. Uh, but also something for you youngins to know when you hit 40, you don't care about your rating anymore. I hit 40 last year. All, all I care about is that MA40 or MP40. You don't have to worry about your rating at that point. You get in that division and that's it. So um, I stopped caring about my rating and I have a lot more fun. I mean, I'll use a kind of a, like, look at my rating a year ago and see what it is now and kind of use that. But I look at my scores and how I finish in tournaments more than I do my rating for sure. Nice. All right, Mitch, let's go to you. Tell us about a couple of discs you got that you're loving from class. Oh, uh, I'm actually bagging all class right now. Oh, I've nice. slowly been switching a lot of things over. Um, but I'm also, like I said, coming off injury, I've been rebuilding a bag. I know Cody was probably gonna do the same thing and he actually throws dominant hand. It's like, you, you're slowly realizing what you can and can't throw. So I'm throwing all clash right now. I've been testing out and seeing what I need to keep, what I need to change back, but I'd like to throw all of it. So honestly, I'm loving all of it. Um, but highlights is this, this called the popcorn. Um, these are really good. Um, and I put the prototype the white prototypes ones are my favorites. So I have 10 of them. I got actually, I think 10 more on the way that are gray um, that I'm going to be picking up. So love the proto popcorn. I putted beaded putters for a long time. Um, I've putted a lot of different things over the years. Um, but something about the popcorn with on the putting green for me is just so automatic. Um, no matter if it's straddle, you know, normal stance, spin putt, push putt, it just works. Um, it's point and shoot. So 
And I love this plastic, throwing a lot of different plastics and stuff. The way this prototype plastic specifically is just tacky. Something about this compared to the, the stock runs for me. I just love the way um, it was thinking back to like the old, the Discmania, like when they were like the PP2s, like the special runs of them. I think we're going to see that with with these and with a couple other discs that Clash is making where there's like that specific run was just good and something about these I love. Um, that and I throw the honey, mm. which I throw the prototype honeys is a, one of my favorites. The wild honey's got a little bit too flippy for me, but I have heard that's going to be changing. We'll see. Um, hoping that they they can you know replace the way that these flew, but I love the wild honey. Um, or sorry, the prototype honey. I don't bag the wild honey right now, but for me these are Heiser flip straight 450 feet every single time. I played a course that was at a golf course and it was a team challenge, and I threw this off of every single tee, 27 <laughs> holes, except for one time I threw the cookie because it was downhill. But these things are incredible, and yeah. Forehand, backhand, Anheuser's, Heiser flips, the prototype honey is the jam. I absolutely love this disc. Excellent. All right, what you got for us, Anthony? All right, so, I mean, I could just double down on, like, everything that everyone has said so far, but um, <laughs> the popcorns are so sick. Those hardy popcorns are the prototype, uh, like Mitch was saying. Like, they felt really, really good for me. I was loving throwing them, but they were a little bit too stiff to putt with. I got me a pair of the softies. These things are money. I was throwing like R Pro putters all the time, R Pro AVRs. I don't really mind comparing because I think it helps kind of like explain this to people. So for mm -hmm. me, they were really sick. Uh, I got to give the cookie an absolute shout out first. This was an ace disc the first day that I got it. Um, you know, I kind of thought like this is going to be a straight shooter down the fairway. It was a little bit more overstable like when I first started throwing it than I was expecting, but. The plastic for Clash is the game changer, I think. Like, a lot of these molds are similar to what you've thrown from other companies, but the plastic was never this good. I play, you know, Iron Hill is, like, the big um, local course to me, but I live, you know, smack dab between Baltimore and Philly. They sound like cities. They are cities, right? That doesn't do any justice. To I'm playing woods golf majority of the time. I'm banging these discs in the trees a lot, rocky ground, and, like, they're not chipped up. They're just – the plastic – is so grippy, feels so good, but it's so super durable. Now let me actually talk about what this that I <laughs> the soda. I just like I said, I had to double down because there were some really, really just awesome points made that I totally agree with. The soda has been so sick for me in the woods, flexing uh, this down fairways, and I've been throwing it forehand a lot too, actually, and getting this sort of turnover forehand that I never felt comfortable throwing before, just releasing it flat. That one's been super sick. The berry is absolutely point and shoot dead straight. I never really was one for a lot of mid ranges. I would throw putters all the time. And then I had like an overstable mid, but never anything kind of straight because I would turn a buzz over all the time. This thing's so perfect. And then the peach has been awesome for me too. I don't really know what to compare this one to. There's some sort of similar disc, but I get so much distance out of this four speed. And it's, yeah. So the mid ranges, I got a mango too. Like the mid ranges have, I bag all of them. I bag pretty much everything class. The only thing that I don't have is a butter. Um, I do have a couple other things in here, just, um, you know, old comfort habits, you know, but man, the, the mid ranges have been absolutely money. And then to the torque resistant piece too. I throw the cookie forehand all the time as well. And like 
don't flip it over still get my fade at the end um just super reliable if you don't have a cookie and and a berry i say get them those are the two nice well, I'll just do mine too real quick. You guys have done a much better job at explaining the flights and everything than I would ever do. But just for me, for my, I know a lot of people say, hey, I throw like you. I don't play very often. So I'd like to give my takes on it. My two favorite right now is the peach. I say that I agree with everybody on the peach as far as getting that distance. And for me, a slower arm, when I can get a disc to stand up, it becomes one of my favorite discs. So that I love that I can do that with that mid range, even at my slower speed. And even if I have a good straight throw, a nice throw, It'll actually kind of turn just a little bit for me. I love that. And then, of course, the wild honey. That's That disc is amazing. It's the disc that I like to grab when I want to show off in front of everybody because I know even with my slow arm speed, I'll get some nice glide and good distance out of it. So I love that wild honey. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for talking about your disc. That's the, the, what I'm trying to do with uh, our audience is, you know, class disc is still new on the scene. A lot of people are still trying to figure out the disc. So I appreciate you guys kind of elaborating, talking about the disc that you throw. Um, and I know they can follow you on your Instagram and we'll go over all that stuff at the end of the episode. But before we do that, I want to fit another thing. I want people to get some knowledge from you guys that have played disc golf for a few years is this time of year is like, well, of course, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's been really nice the last couple of days, but even before that it was pretty cold. But, you know, there's kind of prep. You're kind of getting your mindset. The New Year's here. The disc golf season is getting ready to come upon us. You know, we've got the, you know, in February, we're going to have the Las Vegas Challenge. It's going to kick off the disc golf season. It's going to go crazy. But what do you guys do right now, Carl? What do you kind of do now? You know, you've got a job, you've got this, but what 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 do you do to kind of get yourself, your mindset and your body ready for the disc golf season, even if it's just a few tournaments here and there? Oh, I'm snooping the internet, finding out where Simon's going. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I, um, I, 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 wherever Simon goes, he's going to do great. So I, I don't really need to follow that. Um, for me personally, I've kind of been, I'm kind of shifting over a little bit. Usually winter time would come. I would, you know, find a putting league, get into that. Um, fortunately, we've had a little bit more of a milder winter in Kansas. Don't look like two weeks ago, but it's been, I mean, it's 58 degrees outside right now. So um, I'm actually getting out to be able to go play more than I have any winter since I've lived here. So if I have a chance, I actually just go out and play. Um, especially learning new discs, really kind of getting a whole new feel for a lot of the plastic that we're getting in with Clash. Um, it's been perfect because so many new things have been coming out and I was just like, oh, I'm not really going to have a chance to throw these until, you know, March, like really get out and throw them. Uh, and I've had some days to go out and do that. Um, aside from that, I just, I, I really just kind of look at opportunities to get more involved and get things I, I want to find better ways to expand disc golf around town and not just through um, not just through the one avenue we've had. I really want to find, you know, the for people who like to throw other plastic, want to find other avenues for those people around Emporia and around the other areas to really kind of get out and enjoy it and find a, you know, find an outlet for them to to throw the things that they want to throw. Um, so really kind of diving in this year, uh, trying to properly set up an Emporia Disc Golf Club is kind of my goal for 2023. Um, so I'm basically just looking at avenues to start that. That's kind of been my off-season prep this year. Nice. Mitch, when you practice, are you more of a, let me just go play a bunch of rounds and practice, throw a few, you know, throw two or three shots, or do you out, go out to a field and intentionally throw discs? I do a little bit of both, I think. Um, from the kind of sports background I've had, I see 
like there's times when you want to play and you just want to get out and, and do that. You just want to play. Um, but I think when it comes to talk about ratings earlier in the podcast, and I think when you think about, I want to progress for me, disc golf and is something that I've always wanted to progress in and something that I need something to work towards. So a lot of times I'll go out with like an intention to say, I'm going to work on this thing with my form today. I want to lead with my elbow. I want to keep my arm a little higher today. I want to throw only mids and putters. So I'm going to play a shorter layout. Um, I'll do a lot of that kind of stuff um, purposely. Um, but when it comes to off season, like working and practicing and like disc golf stuff, I've actually probably played a little bit less lately. And my goal this off season has been to, has been mobility, strengthening and injury prevention has been like my big things. So I'm actually doing a 12 week program designed by these guys in Canada called ready disc golf. That is 100% for disc golf designed by these guys who are, um, who are physical trainers that are, and it's so, so intentional of everything that I'm doing. Um, they shared it with us on the upper park team as kind of a, Hey, test this out last year. It's picked up. So ready disc golf has been absolutely kicking my butt. Um, that and a lot of Apple fitness yoga been just focusing on mobility and strengthening and being intentional with the way I'm prepping my body for disc golf. Um, especially, you know, as I'm, as I'm getting older and previous injuries, that's what I'm doing more of, but nice. on the course going out with intention off the course, really making sure that I'm trying to be in the best shape that I, I can be. So. Gotcha. Who, who on here has, has maybe not this off season, but another off season where you've dramatically changed either your drive, the form on your drive or your putting style. Has anybody like done any dramatic changes in an off season? So this will be my first like actual season. Like this is my first like off season, I guess you would say this will be my first like full season this year coming up competing, but yeah, definitely. Um, like I've had the, like the awesome fortune of playing with Jacob Curtis cupcake, like the last couple of days. And he's got me like really focused on like my putting. He's a phenomenal putter. I feel like that's like the biggest thing that I've changed would be my putting form and just putting more spin and like more intention on the putts. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I haven't really gotten to like experience an off season and then going into one preparing, you know? So I feel like the biggest thing is putting and just putting with intention, you know, yeah. for me at least. Yeah. What about last you? year? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Last year for me was 100% overhauling my forehand. Um, I like a few other people in the past made the mistake when I started learning how to forehand of just grabbing the most overstable fairway I could find and just cranking on it. And that is the worst thing you could possibly do to learn a forehand throw. So I completely yeah, yeah. broke that down last year, uh, started forcing myself to learn how to throw under stable discs with a forehand. Um, and that was a game changer. Like I, I went from being a predominantly backhand player to basically I'm 50, 50 now on the course. And if I'm going to throw a forehand or not. So Anthony, so now that you, you know, you become the, a class disc ambassador and then it's like, okay, let me, let me check out some more of these class discs and how they work. How, how does one do that when they get a new disc, a new mold? What, how, what was your process to say, okay, let me see what this thing does. Let me see how it works in my game. Sure. Yeah. I think at first I just went out with just my clash discs and just threw them. You know what I mean? Like just play a, play a, around, but know that I'm not keeping score because I just want to see how these things fly, you know, kind of having an idea based off the flight numbers of what's happening. But then, um, you know, I'm mixing them into my bag this past year. I was playing tournaments with, you know, the clash discs in my bag. Um, once I kind of got familiar with them, 
Oh, my bad. I'm getting hype over here. Yeah, but once I got familiar with the disc, I don't think, um, you know, it was it was much anything except for what I was thinking about a lot to kind of sidetrack the question, but still on topic is, um, you know, a lot of it for me has been kind of mental of really like once I'm throwing that disc and I know what it does, being able to commit to my shot and, Mm. and just throw it without getting myself you know, worked up if I'm playing in tournament setting or something like that. So, yeah. If I can, I touch on the the just like things that you're working on. Yeah, too? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say for me, like, um, and this goes back to the ratings question too. I kind of started playing competitive disc golf as soon as I started playing disc golf. I started signing up for tournaments and stuff. And I think for me, um, you know, I got a little bit worked up and would end up throwing kind of pretty crappy in those tournaments and end up with you know a lower rating than i thought i was capable of or where i set my standards right so that's why the ratings thing has kind of been a big deal for me and then talking about off-season prep i think um you know as far as my form goes i've got decent form but there's just little funky pieces here and there on my forehand and my backhand you know not keeping a power pocket open my x steps a little silly looking but if I get into like focusing on changing that stuff too much when I'm playing rounds, it just kind of gets in my head. So I think like knowing when you're going out, being intentional. When you're going out, are you going out to play to do field work? Or are you going out to play around? When you're going out for a tournament, you know, are you going out to play in a tournament and have a lot of fun with friends? Or are you going strictly to boost that rating? Like, and just kind of being aware of yourself in the moment, aware of the disc in your hand being intentional with your next line, you know, and, and just for me, once again, having fun too. Like I definitely want to get better, but I got to take fun seriously too. So, yeah. and I think, you know, when I'm, when I'm getting other people in the disc golf, when I'm, whether I'm, you know, showing them clash or I'm just showing them the game for the first time, like I want to make sure that I'm, that that's translating. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mr. Wing it does talk putters. Okay, so, yeah, putter specifically. Now, everybody gets, you know, they have their favorite discs. They have their go-to discs. They have their discs they're comfortable with. They have their bag. But putters seem to be in their own category. How does one, how did you, but then how does one decide? Because there's there's kind of a thing that me and Terry Miller have talked about before, and we kind of agree in that you could make just about, within 10 to 15 feet, you could just about make any putter work. But when you get outside of that, that's when you get more of like, this putter works better for me. what was your process in figuring out uh, a putter for you? Right. So, I mean, I haven't been picky in my entire career of disc golf with like a a certain putter, whether it's beaded, unbeaded, it's just what feels good in your hand at the time. And, you know, obviously, like you said, uh, whether you're 10, 15 feet away, it shouldn't really matter. Uh, It should always go in the basket. Right. But the farther you get out, you know, I don't necessarily change my putter the farther I get out, but I kind of, change like the release angle so you know i know i know a lot of players they'll, they'll go to a more understable putter the farther they get out um i'll just change that release angle a little bit um and, and adjust that way but you know um whether it's a, a beaded putter or non-beaded putter you know it, it, it's just what feels good in your hand and getting used to that that same release point for the type of uh distance that you're at you know it's in it ultimately goes back to you know the practice putting and that's something that i pride myself on and 
you know, uh, you know, there's a local putty link here and I'm sure there's a bunch all over the place and it's like, you know, get out and, and just go putt. You know, that's, that's the hardest part of the game. And as long as you're getting the reps in, uh, you're going to get more confident and, uh, you know, no matter what distance you're at and, and it's, it's about finding that, that happy point where, where it's coming out of your hand, what you want. Nice. Excellent. Anybody have any last, uh, points they want to make as far as off season prep? Yeah, have fun. Really. No matter no matter what your prep is, just make sure you're still having fun while you do it. If it stops becoming fun, find something else to do until it becomes fun again. Yeah. Don't uh don't don't let it don't let disc golf ever become a negative thought in your head. Yeah. What you got snacks? Oh, uh, it's it's not disc golf related. I just noticed that I like all your guys' facial hair. I feel like I'm slacking. <laughs> just, just yeah. Like bare face here. You guys. How did you get on the on. team? Dude, for real. <laughs> next time I'll get, I'll have something going on next time. I hey, you're the you're the one percent that can rock a bucket hat and not nice. look dumb. So that's that. You're you're living that dream. Count me in. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thanks, gentlemen. The one the one thing that yeah. I I uh I really enjoyed um you know the last couple of years in Pittsburgh is we started a a winter league here mm. where it's like a twenty man team you, you know each course has you know and I, I know other areas have this as well but you know they're like 20 man teams and each course has a team and and you battle each other through the winter and and uh oh. you know we kind of made it into like a uh, a community event so like each team it's like a potluck you know so you'll play one round you'll have a potluck lunch and then you know you'll break for a round two and it's just about getting people together over the winter you know getting some reps in and, uh, you know, having a good time and, and focusing on that fun part of the game. So I think that's something that's, uh, you know, a new addition in the last couple of years to my game that uh, I think, of, you know, it takes the the pressure and, and like the, you know, everything off. Like it's not a tournament setting. You're having a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good mental break from from disc golf. Awesome. Awesome. I got one more thing to end as well. Yeah, what you got, I think, Mitch? I think it's cool. Like I was listening to um, some interviews with, uh, and Gavin Babcock was on the interview the other day and he was, he got asked like, Hey, you're not on prodigy anymore. Are you still going to hang out with those guys? And he was like, yeah, of course. Like they're my friends. And it was just like, it's, but it was like, it's true though, because like from the outside, you see that, but I think the opposite is true as well. And he brought this up and something I want to say too, is like, I would have never sat here with you guys. Like Bobby, you and I have gone back and forth a little bit over the years, but the rest of us, like we would have never known each other. And like, I think starting small, like is such a good thing, but I think disc golf is such an individual sport we lose that and like cody just said like when you can realize that it is a community and it is a team sport like when we're all wearing the same brand so i think that's such a cool thing that like we get to connect and i've gone back and forth with a couple of you guys over social media and would consider you guys like friends i could reach out to and talk about whatever and so like that's something i'm super thankful for this year is to have that for the first time in a long time of like that team aspect because playing team sports my whole life and this is the first time i've played a non-team sport is something I'm like super excited to have and grow um, and see people throw clash around, but then to have us as, as brothers and, and sisters as well, to be able to just join in and have a team. So I'm stoked about it. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, I've, t I've told Mitch multiple times already. Like I can't wait to throw rounds with like all of you guys, dude, seriously. <laughs> That'd be cool. Also. Yes. Chaser on the uh, YouTube chat. Yes. I did drop a name. I do is doing some name dropping. Um, although <laughs> I've gotten to arguments with Terry Miller, but we, we agree on a lot of stuff. So anyway, so yeah, thank you guys so much for being on the show. We're going to let you go, but uh, I appreciate each and every one of you for being on the show. I'm super excited to see what you guys accomplished in 2023 and beyond. Um, I think we're going to have some great times, good times, some good content for you guys and stuff like that. So real quick, let's start with Carl. Tell us real quick where, how can people follow your journey? 
Um, all right. So, I mean, obviously, if you're friends with me on Facebook, there is that Carl Atwell. Uh, if you're not friends with me on Facebook, you can send a friend request. Um, I am on Instagram. I have been very, very non-active on Instagram for a long time, uh, but I plan on changing that this year. Uh, my Instagram is, it's kind of just a, it's my funny rapper name. It's Wonderbread, W-U-N-D-U-H-B-R-E-D. Um, so you can follow me on there as well. Uh, I will be posting some more. My, my kind of plan for 2023 is to really learn how to kind oh, of rap get more on the media side and take some videos and, and do some things. Um, I'll be traveling a little more this year. So uh, coming back to Baltimore for opening day. So I'll be, I'll be in your neck of the woods. We're going to hit some baseball up. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the two best avenues to find me. Um, I'm 40 years old. I don't mess with Snapchat or TikTok, but <laughs> maybe down the line, we'll see. So. All right. What do you got, Cody Wingett? What's your handles? Uh, Cody Wingett on Facebook. I also have a, like an athlete page. It's Cody Wingett, um, pound. 49371 my pdj number um and then on instagram i just rebranded because i had my old like video game alias pro star 047 i just changed that to just cody winging so it's a lot easier to to track me down so trying to get into the uh the social media game on instagram a little bit here so uh trying to pump out some reels and stories and stuff like that i had to have my wife help me the other day trying to figure that out so uh you know but uh you know it's been fun so love get it. me up on there and uh can't wait to talk to you guys all right what about you snacks yeah mine's pretty basic uh, i'm just really active on instagram my instagram is late night snacks i try to post like every day i try to play every day and just at least give little updates on what's going on um, playing the wintertime open um, in February. So yeah, I'll just be pretty much practicing for that the whole time. Awesome. Happy with par. What you got? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, Anthony Taylor. If you're part of the Clash Disc Fan community page, you'd probably see me on there. And then, yeah, hit me up on Instagram at happywithpar.dg. Um, website, happywithpar.com. YouTube, happywithpar. Always an open to chit chat. So. All right. And last but not least, Mr. Mitch Phillips. Uh, I am Mitch Phillips on Facebook. I'm Mitchy underscore P5 on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram and also Parked Podcast on Instagram. Uh, be working with that. And then on YouTube, I work with a company called Disc God and we do a lot of reviews, a lot of fun stuff. Um, Clash specific, we got some fun stuff coming as well. Um, but yeah, Instagram is definitely the spot to hit me, uh, hit me up. And uh, yeah, absolutely stoked to be just doing a ton of videos. Like Cody said, be able to do videos all the time and make updates. So yeah, Mitchie P5 over there. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks again, gentlemen. I appreciate you being on the show, get to know you a little bit more and then get some knowledge from you as well. And then throughout the year, I'm sure I'll have some of you guys on here again. So good stuff as always, guys. We'll see you. Hey, appreciate it, Bobby. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. See you, Jack. Take it easy. Great episode with the guys from the ambassador. Hopefully you guys from the ambassador team, hopefully you guys got a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of more understanding because class this has only been around for a year. So a lot of people, even though they've saw their name, they saw the commercial on the disc golf pro tour. Um, they maybe have even felt the plastic, but there's a lot of people that haven't even heard of class this have never thrown any. So hopefully this helped you with a little bit of knowledge of some of the discs to try out for sure. Make sure you follow the guys on Instagram. Make sure you follow us disc golf answer man on Instagram and on Facebook. Make sure you join the Disc Golf Answer Man Facebook group so you can become part of the conversation. Also, follow Class Discs on Instagram and on Facebook so you can know the, all the stuff. I know some juicy stuff that you guys don't know yet. 
as far as uh, the future. We've got some sweet molds coming out, some sweet plastic, some stuff that you've never, I'm telling you, you've never seen before. So make sure you stay tuned to their Facebook and social media uh, uh, channels out there so you can be uh, stay tuned to what's happening. So anyway, you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for your support. I'm excited to bring you more exciting stuff for the Disc Golf Answer Man Show. 